yeah but if i sometimes there's a perfect one and she's mm-hmm. like oh here's my first one i can go right into that so i was just asking don't even ask I'm Zoe. Just fucking asking. No, okay? don't ask. Or I'll burn the I'm leaving this. I'm leaving our team. I'm not going to be a quarter by myself over here. Welcome to Sisters Not Saints, the podcast where we offer real life advice from the sisters you've always wanted, featuring two real life sisters, Kristen and Megan, and two real life sisters in law, Hillary and Zoe. Sisters. Hey guys, I'm Megan. I'm Hillary. I'm Kristen. I'm Zoe. Okay, before we get started, I have a little info from last week that I need to update you on. Lay it on Mm. us. It's the towel situation, and we all should be washing our towels every day, and I hate to say it. I don't want to. Okay, so here's the research. Wait, our bath towels? All of them. All right, hit us with the research. No. Everything. Okay, they did a study. 90% of towels in the bathroom had coliform on it, which is poop. 14% had E. coli. That is from washing your hands with soap and hot water and drying them. There is still stuff on your hands and that is staying wet in the towel and growing. Okay. I feel like people that are doing this are not washing their hands correctly. No, this is with people washing their hands. Are we sure like two happy birthday songs and there's still E. coli? Then why bother? Well, no one's doing two happy birthday songs. That's what I'm saying. No, no, but isn't it just one happy birthday? I do too. Just regardless, seconds? it's your hands. They put um, bacteria on these people's hands and then they had them wash it with soap and water and it was still getting on the towel. And because the bathroom and the towel are moist, that was growing still. But does it matter? Like we're not does poisoned from does, E. coli. I'm fine. But, does but it, it, yeah, and there's it, germs yes. everywhere. Because if you then wash your, if you dry your face with that towel later, mm-hmm. you can get that E. coli on you. E. coli and then you get sick so yes but I've been doing that my whole life and I'm fine maybe that's when you get diarrhea it's Mm. because of that towel and there's not really any way to avoid all germs I feel like we're gonna have germs and E. coli we're touching it every day it's on elevator buttons it's everywhere if the goal is to avoid E. coli I feel like we'll be washing everything okay every day if you have any like germ experts I would love to find someone that could come in and like blue light no, I have you a blue wouldn't. light. No, you would light. die. You would never I want be able a blue to live. light all of our hands because I bet by far my hands are cleaner than y'all's. I believe it. My hands are filthy. As you're holding a cat who's walked in a litter box, well, I'm not holding him. He's you, he was just me. licking you. Not by choice. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna whip out my blue light later. So on, y'all. they found that if you don't want to be wasteful and wash your towel every day. At least do it every three days because people who were washing their towels or on the third day, 80% of the towels had fecal material on them. What if you live in a house where you have a separate water closet? Okay, so that's important. So here's some things you can do to minimize this. Um, Washing your towels in hot water with bleach and drying on hot like even letting them sit in the washer too long, like that can grow bacteria. And then you're mm-hmm. just drying them. Like, 
so you're kind of not even stopping the problem there. Don't leave your towel hanging on a hook because it's not drying properly. Over the shower is better, like spread out. Like you want mm-hmm. your towel to completely That's dry what off. I do. And even not in the bathroom where there's not as much wind and stuff. Hmm. Uh, don't share your towels. You can get ringworm, staph infections, and fecal matter from other people. And that's not a good combo. That's a very bad combo. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's funny. I just read a report that came out today, actually, from some energy committee that said... One of the best things you can do for the environment is actually washing your laundry in cold water. Mm-hmm. That this myth of hot water is just that. It's a myth. It actually does I've nothing. That too. Well, yeah, that's too. for clothing. You but don't I need wonder, that for clothing. And yeah. that actually is worse for the clothing. It breaks down the fibers. Well, no, I know. But they're actually saying today that like everyone is saying don't do it at all for anything. Yeah. But it doesn't do anything at all to help with germs. This is it's like a, a couple of years ago when they said you don't need to use antibacterial soap. That any soap is okay. Yeah, I don't know. It's just one of those energy things. Soap. It's bad for you. It's taking away the good germs. You're telling us to wash our towels in bleach. If you want to kill the fecal matter, yeah. Well, I want to kill the fecal matter on my hands. Just use soap. I'm just fine. I think with fecal matter. I think we just live with it no matter what. Everything. I'm just so. I feel like I'm so overwhelmed with like how to be healthy. Like just with like eating and drinking enough water and exercising and cleaning your house and your children and working and, and you just draw the line of poop on the hands well yeah, like, well, yeah. especially when you have kids in the house every day i i literally do a load of laundry every single day seven days a week often two loads a day mm-hmm. i cannot add more laundry to my list there i'll was live a, with the fecal matter there was a day last week that i had seven loads of laundry because i hadn't done it i was I have construction happening at my house so i hadn't had any laundry done i did it all in one day and it was seven loads and i had to fold it all it was sheets. It was towels. And I thought, this is hell. There's no way I could wash these towels every single day. So same. I guess if you want clean, don't come to the parents of the group. <laughs> <laughs> My towels have fecal we're take, matter. We're taking short no, okay. Hi. <laughs> it's me. I'm the problem. It's me. Okay. Speaking of Taylor Swift, again. This is the last time, though, this season, I promise. Um, I just read that she is on track to become the world's first billionaire, male or female, through music alone. So, like, Rihanna is a billionaire, but she didn't do it through music. She did it through her skincare and, yeah, like, all of her. Mm. Taylor Swift has never done any kind of, like, endorsement deals, really, or clothing lines. Well, she does do perfume, and everyone says perfume makes a ton of money. She makes perfume? Yeah. I didn't she know about her perfume. Mm-hmm. They're saying through mm-hmm. music alone, she would be the first billionaire. So she's set to make $600 million on this next tour. And the question that was raised by some of the fans, because, you know, every, billionaires are not liked by the majority of people. So they're saying, could Taylor Swift be the world's first ethical billionaire? No. Because most billionaires make their money by, you know, people that believe this kind of stuff or make this argument, exploiting workers, they they just make their money in very unethical ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so the question I say is, no. she's not ethical. Is it possible? She's not ethical. Nobody is it possible to be an ethical billionaire? Nope, it's not. No, and I love Taylor Swift, but no, her jet. There's lots of things that are not ethical that she's not giving away most mm-hmm. of her money. But like, are we saying just she's not ethical? Like her owning a jet doesn't really have anything to do with her earning the money to be a billionaire because you're just saying she earned it ethically well i'm saying she earned it ethically but i guess is 
is it possible conceptually to be a billionaire and it be ethical? Mm. No, I think no. everyone should be like Dolly Parton. Mm-hmm. And if you're able to be a billionaire, you shouldn't be because you've been giving so much of it away. And that's right. what her fans are saying. They're saying that would kind of make us hesitate because we love her. But if you're a billionaire and you're just sitting and hoarding your wealth and you're not giving it back to the community, then we do sort of have a question about no matter how you earned it, like it's great that you earned a billion dollars on your music. That's impressive. But, you know, but what are you doing with it? Yeah. How are you making the look world at Dolly Parton? Place? I know she would be a billionaire, but she gives so much money away. And Taylor Swift does do a lot of donations. She does. Right. And so maybe she would, you know, start giving away more. But I find billionaires don't like to do that. It also is a very different way that she's made her billion dollars than like Jeff Bezos. Mm-hmm. He's definitely not an ethical billionaire. Kylie Jenner. Yeah. Elon Musk. But nobody makes money in an ethical that's way. That's the whole, but I mean, <laughs> right. I mean, Taylor Swift, I, it's pretty ethical, right? She's yeah. writing I mean, her own music, creating her own albums, singing her own songs. Yeah. I mean, the, the criticism that a lot of billionaires get is that they thrive off the abuse of their workers. They separate workers from the means of production. They're undercutting people. They're taking advantage of workers and then hoarding all of the wealth. So they make a ton of money and just sit on it. It doesn't even go back out into the environment. But, or the- um, but I'm sure Taylor Swift is underpaying people. That's the question. Yeah, that's what we're all uh-huh. agreeing with is that yeah. there's no ethical billionaires. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Except for Dolly, possibly, but she's not a billionaire. Yeah, so. right. exactly. In our hearts, she is. Mm-hmm. Definitely. She would be. Mm-hmm. She's got the heart of a She's too ethical. Or Here's she the a- other thing people say is that the whole concept of like the capitalism that supports billionaires, it thrives on promoting overconsumption. It ruins the environment. It ruins... And Taylor the Earth. sells a lot of stupid merch, merch. That's that right. you have to buy four of the same uh-huh. albums to make a clock. It's so stupid. Right. Mm-hmm. And you have to do that in order to be able to buy a ticket to her concert. Which right. you have to waste eight hours at work. Ugh, eight hours, I wish. Internet. Yeah. You're right. Very unethical. I wasted like four days. Sorry, <laughs> T-Swizzle. The other question about her in particular is, are her tickets being sold to fans at a reasonable price? No. Question of course mark. not. No. No, I don't. Is that her fault though? And does she have any say? In yes, that? that's uh-huh, most because, artists. But no, but there are a ton of artists that do now take a stand, and they're like, all of the tickets in my my venue are going to be forty dollars, whether you're in the front seat or yeah. you're in the back row. Like, no, nobody needs to be paying Taylor Swift six hundred and fifty dollars for a seat. That's insane. Here's an argument that says all billionaires have relied on social and economic structures that are based on colonization, displacement, exploitation of workers, destruction of nature and cooking the planet. And even though they're not all as culpable, some are more culpable, but they all have some responsibility for that. And I guess that's the argument. Like, could she be exempt from that definition? And I don't I don't think so. No, no. She should be taking her billions to help the environment. Mm-hmm. Maybe not taking her private jet everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you that's suck, not always Taylor her Swift. on her private jet. Okay? <laughs> but that's, the, that's even worse. I know, but yeah. like, that's but that's not, what she said whenever yeah, that yeah. article came out. She's like, "It's not always me flying, but like, I loan it to my friends." You have a private jet, <laughs> right? Could, everybody could be flying commercial. Exactly. Um, I have kind of a related question that someone asked me at work recently. Oh, lay it on us. Do you have a celebrity that? you think is kind of your soulmate or that you always thought you would be married to that you always thought you would be with no i like actually like literally thought you'd be kind of yeah that you kind of have such a connection with this person because i I did (laughs) who kind of okay it was 
Zachary Levi. Wait. Okay. I had no idea who he was. And I worked with him. So maybe it was that I met a person and I instantly thought they were my soulmate. So maybe it's a little different, but he was a celebrity. Somebody showed me his picture. My phone's dead. Why is his last name Pew now? Zachary Levi Pew? Did he marry Florence Pew? Who is he? <gasps> How dare he? I don't know. Hold on. Maybe that's just his last he name. He doesn't look familiar Do you know to who me. He is? No. Now no. he's in Mrs. Maisel. He's the handsome, tall guy who goes on the boat at the camp with her. His full name has always been this, Kristen. He just, his, his stage his, name is yes. He's like the doctor, Levi. Hillary, and Mrs. Name. Maisel. Right. But I don't remember him from <gasps> anything else. He's from Lake Charles, Louisiana. Oh, wow. Looky there. Anyway, so, so that why was is mine. he not? Could, he could still be your soulmate. He was married at the time I met him. Oh, well, maybe well, he's not now. If it makes you feel better, he is divorced. He has oh. a girlfriend. I checked. Oh, mm. well. So is, he, is he local? I don't. How are you going to get hooked up with him? I mean, I worked with him. What are the things about him that you were so drawn to? It, no, <laughs> it was just like you knew this yeah, was your guy. I just knew. We just talked outside for like an hour and I knew. Oh, you actually oh, met him. Okay, so this wasn't like yeah. a celebrity crush. No, but this could just be a celebrity crush or somebody you've watched. Your There's, soul's just connected. Yeah, like, or like the the your first celebrity crush when you were a teen. Like, Devin Sawa. I was really in love with Devin Sawa. Is that Jojo Siwa's brother? No. no. Spelled Not totally Siwa. different. So, you know, Casper. And oh, he yeah. got now confused and then. for Macaulay Culkin sometimes. Yes, now and then. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See? Okay. I was really in love with him. And yeah. you know what? I did think... Never mind. No, <laughs> no, you have to go there now. You yeah. thought y'all were going to get married, didn't you? No, no. Peter looked like him and that's why you picked him. No, but something like that. Cause you know how there was this trend going around on Instagram a while back being like my celebrity crush as oh, a kid yeah. and then the person oh, yeah. I married. That is what I thought. I was like, yeah, oh, I would do that. But then I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> that's funny. Mine, when I was really little, was Macaulay Culkin. I was obsessed with him. And your husband loves Home Alone. Yeah. And looked like him as a kid. Yes. And now Henrik kind of looks like him. So every year when we watch that See? movie, I take a childhood picture of like Henrik in front of Macaulay Culkin. And I'm like, wow, that's so weird. Because I hadn't thought about it in since I was so, in third grade. I guess I just need to be on the lookout for Zachary Levi lookalike. That's right. I also thought for sure I'd marry Prince William. I had a dream about mm-hmm. it in seventh grade. And my last name in the dream changed to Windsor. Like we had a whole ceremony and everything. And so I felt really connected to him. And then his mom died that same year. So I was like, that's it. This is my sign. Like I had that dream. My last name was Windsor, like him. Obviously we're getting married. Okay, so on the topic of celebrity marriages and ethical billionaires, has everybody heard about Nepo babies? Yes. I've been hearing about them a lot. Hate it. Annoyed. What do you mean? What are you annoyed with? That they exist? No, that that it's a topic that people are annoyed by nepotism when there's nepotism in every industry. Everyone. Should we define what Nepo babies are first? Okay. If you're not familiar, if you're not on TikTok or the internet, everyone (laughs) online is talking about Nepo babies. Nepo, of course, being short for nepotism. It's really relevant and prevalent in the celebrity communities because so many people that are actors or musicians or have any kind of fame, of course, give their kids an entryway into that world and they take it. And they are now getting criticism because they're saying, you, okay, you're not as talented as someone that's going to, you know, Juilliard or whatever. You just have the connections. And so a lot of them are embracing it and they're wearing t-shirts that say Nepo baby. 
um, a lot of them are saying like, well, no, I have talent. Yes, I had the connections, but I have talent too. And so it's just creating a whole stir everywhere where people are saying like, should Nepo babies exist? And is it okay for Nepo babies to, for parents to give their kids these jobs? I just disagree that it's even more prevalent in the entertainment industry. Really? Because it's, yeah. it's every, Megan I is agree. a Nepo baby. Like right. she got the job because her dad owns the company and that's in every business. They I, hand it down to their children. Are you a Nepo baby? I got in the industry because my dad. So yes, mm-hmm. I think it is everywhere, but I do think it's more prevalent in entertainment. Oh, I think no. it's, no, I think it's equal. It's not mm-hmm. prevalent in the education industry. Well, they don't want their no. kids to make l- so little. That's the problem. But also that's they don't not, value it. That's yeah. the problem. They value like high right. pay. Like, so they put their kids into these fancy schools where they'll get the connections to get these investment banking jobs because that's what they do. And they, go to the right country clubs and yeah but i'm saying it's not everywhere yeah no the education field is well but lots in, of field. in high paying jobs right I like think it's yeah it's all about who you know and if it's your yeah. family yes they want to secure those and you jobs know what for- it's actually not even just in high paying jobs because i had a client call me the other day and they were like hey we want to hire this guy but we want to hire him through your company because we don't want it to look like nepotism and it's not a high paying job that he was hired for so it happens everywhere. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just less common in lower paying jobs. Yeah. yeah. Not that it doesn't and exist. And also, but. so our little sister who is in school to be a teacher, she has a leg up with someone that she knows through, through a connection, connection with our, our dad parents. who says, when you get out of school, come to me and you'll have a job day one. Exactly. Yeah. But your dad has money and has more connections. That's the thing. It's people that yes. have connections and have the ability. That's the, that's what nepotism does. Like it does open doors to this potential and opportunity that people wouldn't have if they didn't have access to privilege and money and connections and the right people. And so it just, it's happening everywhere. Yeah. I think it's okay. Cause it's going to happen no matter what. And we all want what's best for our kids. But to an extent, because there are people like they're like celebrities with kids like Kate Hudson is a Nepo baby, but Mm -hmm, she's crazy talented. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't think she shouldn't be an actress because she got into it. But I think if she wasn't a good actress, then it she shouldn't. She wouldn't be in the jobs. I don't think think she would succeed. Just like that girl that was in Fifty Shades of Grey. Mm -hmm. People were like hating on her, but. She made a name for herself mm-hmm. and is right. successful. Dakota so. Johnson, right. is that her yeah. name? Yeah. But there are some, I mean, there are definitely some celebrities that you're like, oh my God, they are I, not talented and they definitely just got this job and they may not last as long yeah, and they're not going to be, right, they're not gonna one. be Academy Award winners or anything, but they still are where they are and got their jobs because of nepotism. And that's sure. fine. They, I can name one who got their job because of nepotism and is not talented. Who? Do you know, Kristen? No, I don't know where uh, you're going. I can, I'm sure there's tons. There's probably who, a million. Who are you thinking of? Riley Keough. I, no I don't know what she's done. But I've worked exactly. with her. And? She's okay. I mean. Not talented. But is anybody talented in their first couple movies? Like. Yes. And of I guess. Course. She'll no. bring a Jennifer following. Lawrence. Like she will bring people to the movie and they care about making money. Right. Yeah. And here's a, an argument you could make is you could make the argument that Nepo babies do have more experience and exposure because their parents are 
actors say they grew up on set watching acting. They've seen their parents go through acting classes. They know the lifestyle. You are getting that masterclass at home your entire life. Right. You have all of this access. You've seen it. You know if you can do it. So, I mean, there is an argument to be made. And in fact, like that has happened in my personal life where I started out working for my dad and then I interviewed at other companies and they always liked the fact that I grew up with these conversations at my dinner table my entire life. Like I watched this. I've had these conversations. I've seen every scenario play out bad and good. And they always liked it. It was like a leg up because I had, you know, just like that exposure to it. So I think there could be an argument in some cases where for some people, like maybe they do pay attention well enough that it pays off for them. Yeah. I think an important thing for Nepo Babies is to just acknowledge the fact that it exists or that, that, you know, it's to me, it's most annoying if there's a celebrity or someone who's like, no, this isn't true. Mm -hmm. I'm not privileged. I didn't get any help at all. I started from scratch. Like just acknowledge the fact that you didn't hit a triple. You started on third base and then, Mm -hmm. and then got to home and that's fine. Like doesn't mean you're not talented, but just like you didn't start maybe where everyone else started. Yep. Somewhere in the dugout, somewhere on first, somewhere on second, you were on third, like you were close to home and you got there and you got there through luck. And also I admire your like dedication to working because if I didn't have to work, I don't know that I would. (laughs) So I mean, the fact that you actually want to work because if I had like rich celebrity parents, I would just be like, "Mm." But once you know the more you everything, like once you have the world and you have an unlimited budget, what else is there except maybe fame? Fame. I feel like they're chasing something they can't have, and that's the one thing they can chase. Well, and it goes back to ethical billionaires because the more money you make, the more you want to make, which Mm -hmm. is why billionaires aren't giving away their money. Mm -hmm. They don't need it. Exactly. It's all a game. Okay, here's a question someone asked us this week. I have a family dilemma. My dad and I have a rocky relationship, which became worse after he married the evil stepmother he cheated on my mom with. She (gasps) didn't say that. Scandalous. She just said the woman. (laughs) His health is declining since being diagnosed Mm. with a liver condition, which most Mm. likely will result in a cancer diagnosis. no. I have a trip planned to go visit him since his health is deteriorating quickly, but he's he but he is holding a grudge and won't talk to me until I talk to his wife. I don't do ultimatums for my so my first reaction was that there is no way in hell I'm talking to her regardless of his condition. But everyone that I have talked to has said to honor his dying wish. Any advice would be appreciated. Please don't be mean about it. <laughs> this is a traumatic situation for me and I am very emotionally fr- fragile. <clears throat> all right looky here lady sorry there's a side note oh i'm muslim oh and have been taught to practice compassion and to respect and honor my parents i just don't feel that i am wrong here okay so there's an evil stepmother who cheated mm-hmm. this daughter doesn't want anything to do with the woman i think get over it yeah, yeah. that's what i was gonna say oh. your dad's dying like yeah whatever yeah this I is the agree. person he loves who cares all right so i'll insert some personal drama into this um question Kristen and I come from a family with a lot of stepmoms. Two. And it's when when women come into the family, it's never easy, especially if this woman has now cheated on your father. However, at the end of the day, no, didn't cheat on her father. 
with him separated the, oh, the, gotcha. her mother and father what a bitch yeah i mean it's um, not a good person clearly not right. a good person because no good person would put herself in that situation but at the end no, of the day it's father your dad. also cheated it, right i know but at the same time you are bound to your father right regardless of his mistakes and you can work those out you don't have to think that the wife's a good person you right. can say like in your head not a good person but i still have to have a but your dad is dying civil relationship and look at the absolute bright side when he dies you don't have to deal with the stepmother anymore. She's, She's just gone out of your right. life. Done. Bye. I do think, not in this situation, but not everyone's bound to their parents. If you have to cut your parents off for a True, good reason, yeah. but that's not what she's asking. Yeah. And it doesn't and, sound yeah. like they're there. Right. But you're, it sounds like she point. wants a relationship with her father. So and it might be your last time to see him. Get mm-hmm. over it. Mm-hmm. But I will, I will give you that it does sound like your dad is being a jerk also if he's saying, no, you have to get along with her before we can have a relationship. Yeah, but also... It, if it were me, I would just be like, okay, I'll be nice to this woman's face to see my dad. And then yeah, kill her, just kill her with up. kindness. Yeah, Honestly, exactly. that will annoy her so much. Much. I was like, wow, that's harsh. If Kristen. she's someone that, no, 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 kill her with kindness. If she's yeah. someone that thrives off drama and right. she's like getting off on the fact that she's controlling your dad, kill her with kindness. That's going to drive her crazy. Yeah. Show up with a smile. Act like you're so happy to see her. You're so interested in what's going on. Visit with your dad and grateful that she's taking care of your dad, that you're just visiting. Right. That will annoy her more than anything else. So I say do that. Kill her with kindness. Mm -hmm. Visit your dad. You'll regret it if you don't. And when you're done, call your best friend and vent about it. Mm -hmm. And you can also judge, like we said, your dad's not right. He should always Mm -hmm. like want to have a relationship with you regardless. But But he's dying. Sometimes men suck. Right. And women too. All right. Question number two. Looking for advice, because to be honest, I'm just tired. Me too. Me too. I've been married to my husband for 21 years, but I feel like something has changed. 20 years? (laughs) No, we've been together 20 though. He used to be the sweetest, always supportive, always loving, but now I just don't know. This all started back several years ago when I found him having an emotional affair with another woman. When I first found out, he denied it. But once I was able to show him without a shadow of a doubt that I knew, he admitted to it. Receipts. Since then, I forgave him and we moved on. Good, right? I digress. My husband works a lot. Two jobs to be exact. So he's not home a lot. When he is home, he comes in and eats and sits on the couch and buries his face in his phone, doing Lord knows what. He doesn't talk to me or give me that much of his time. When it's finally time to go to bed, he immediately goes into sex mode. It's like he walks into the bedroom and he thinks it's time for sex. (laughs) I hardly ever feel like it. I have tried explaining to him that I'm not getting what I need emotionally from him and I'm always feeling like he isn't present when he's there. It makes me feel like an object and not a wife or a person with feelings. Usually he will get mad or just pout and will say that he needs the physical aspect to be able to offer the emotional. That because he's not getting what he needs to be able to give me what I need. So I sometimes will give in because I feel guilty. Things will get better for a week and then it's right back to the same old. He rarely helps me with anything at home. We have projects he started when we moved into this house that still sit unfinished. And he is now currently upset with me because I paid to have a couple of these projects completed. I mean, I ask him to do something and it sits. But if one of his friends or family members asks him to help with something, he runs to help right then. Am I in the wrong and feeling inadequate, unloved, and feeling like the only thing I'm good for is when he wants me physically? No, nope, uh, he sucks. He does suck. But you may suck too. No, no <laughs> you, don't, you don't suck. I will say that men's attention span is much shorter than females. And even I, I, I love you as a listener and I love you as a girlfriend and sister. But that was a lot of information. It was very lengthy. And I think if you're approaching it that way, like with that much information, he might just shut down. Well, it's just a lot 
it's a long laundry list of complaints, mm-hmm. all valid. Yes, all valid. You're right. And you're venting to your sister. So that's yes. acceptable. I think right. the way you communicate with him may also need to change. You know, he's probably not that he's right, but he's probably like he can't even his brain, their brain cells can't keep up with the speed. Listen, we're going to level with you all. They're dumb. OK, they're just really <laughs> they're dumb. Dumb. Yeah. You got yeah. to use short sentences, yes, small words, short they're dumb. And sweet, very direct mm-hmm. commands. And when all else fails, you just flash them. (laughs) Well, I think he would like that. It sounds like that's all he wants. What? Well, as far as the sex thing goes, I mean, every, every people know that women need an emotional Mm -hmm. connection and a little like build up before Mm -hmm. sex. It's, it's different from men Mm -hmm. and you might need to remind him of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That is him trying to be close. Mm -hmm. It's not right that he doesn't understand. Like, it yeah. goes both they ways say, yes. they say that like women need mental and emotional outside of all of that to even want that step and then men are the opposite they need that to be emotional and mentally like you know but also it may it does sound like he could just be checked out he could be done yeah. if you've caught him having an emotional affair clearly he's being emotional with someone hmm. you know it is true what they say in my experience like if a guy wants to be with you he will jump yeah. over rivers and mountains and he will do yeah. what it takes to be with you and if he's not putting in the effort he really doesn't want to be with you right that's harsh but that is what i've seen yeah. like if a guy wants to be with you he will make it work he will mm-hmm. do anything to be with you right and so it might just be time to sit down and have a hard conversation because why waste your time if he's emotionally checked out and you've already tried right and if you've had that, then the now just set one thing at a time. Like, okay, as far mm-hmm. as our sex life goes, this is what I need to mm-hmm. be with you in that way, to be intimate with you. I need mm-hmm. this. We both have to give and take. Mm-hmm. And then as far as like, I feel like the not doing the task at home mm-hmm. That's is like every- such a common yeah. Yeah. argument. And for me, I've had the conversation with my husband of like, this is my like constant ticker in my head of chores and tasks and things I have to do that you don't have. And so now I'm going to take this off and like I'm handing it to you and it's now your responsibility mm-hmm. and it's one thing, mm-hmm. but then maybe a month at another thing. <laughs> it's just kind of <laughs> like, I even like a child, like will write a list of like, I need these things done and like put it on the fridge. And it's not before, I kind of felt like I don't want to have to be the person writing or doing this but like now I've accepted that like that our minds work differently and he needs like a physical reminder Mm -hmm. and he does it and it's fine everybody's happy like a slap yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's right Right, you you have to figure out what works for you and what's going to keep both people happy and it might not be what's like in your head of like he's going to naturally get up and do these things without me asking and you know, you have to figure out like how it works for everybody and how everybody's mind works. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't have to beg him though. I think you deserve better. So if it's not here, I think you just have to accept that maybe he's moved on. Yeah. Just like we're about to. Amen. But good luck. We're thinking of you. Third and final. Looking for advice on support during a miscarriage. So I'm currently 18 weeks pregnant. My cousin, more like my sister slash BFF, just found out today she is miscarrying at almost 10 weeks. I am so heartbroken for her. I want to love and support her during this time. But since I have not been through it myself, I'm not sure what to say do. She goes in this week for her DNC. I feel like we've all been in this situation, right? Have you guys all had someone that's been in this boat that you've been close to? I was pregnant at the same time as someone. We got pregnant at the same time Mm -hmm. with my third baby. And I, my, obviously mine was successful and she lost hers around the nine week mark. And so it was really hard for me to know know the right things to say like i Mm -hmm. meant well 
and I tried to be there, but I think it was hard for this person to see that I was still having a successful pregnancy and Mm -hmm. be around it. And she needed space to grieve and process. And I didn't always know how to say the right things. It's a really hard situation to be in. It's even hard now when I celebrate milestones with my baby, even though she has since had right, because you think she's comparing and I do. I always think she's thinking, Oh, my baby would be turning, you know, this age. Yeah. It's just a really hard I don't know. I think there's no perfect answer to this. And it There isn't, but I will say, as someone who has has a friend who I've sat with in very, very sad situations, it you never know the right thing to say. And that's okay. Yeah, just be. No there. one expects you to say the right thing. No one expects you to have all the answers. Mm-hmm. Sometimes just sitting with someone mm-hmm. is good enough. Yes, just acknowledging their mm-hmm. pain and their loss, the same as any other yes loss. Mm-hmm. And knowing, I think it's m- much better than ignoring it or acting mm-hmm. like it's not a loss. And also, don't ask what you can do because yeah. they're going to say there's nothing. Just do something. Yeah, bring was- a meal. I was going to say something. that exact thing. The only thing I could think of during that time is I sent a text one time with four options and I said, I'm not going to say, let me know what you need. I'm going to say, here are the four things. You pick option A, B, C, or D. And she picked one and I showed up and left a meal on her doorstep and it was easy. Yeah. Thank you for all of your questions. Be sure to keep submitting them to sistersnotsaints.com. They are anonymous. Submit us your relationship questions, family questions, funny questions, work questions, whatever you want. We're here to listen and give our unsolicited advice. Also, be sure to follow us on social media at Sisters Not Saints Podcast on Instagram and TikTok. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.